Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Dazed and Infused. And today, I am very privileged to have one of the OG apparatus device makers in the world, Phil Jurgensen here of Protopipe. Phil, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation. You bet. And I really appreciate you being here. And I was talking to your brother, RJ, about um, Protopipe and my relationship to Protopipe as the first aspirational weed product ever. <laughs> I, I'm a 56-year-old guy, and I remember fondly saving up my $29, I think it was at the time, to buy my first Protopipe. Um, it was the gadget of gadgets. It was the thing to have. And it was, you know, a big, impressive thing. And as I mentioned to you before we went on the air here, I'm now on number four after three were borrowed, using air quotes there. So, um, Phil, you, let's just start out with my traditional question on my podcast. What's your historical relationship to cannabis other than the prototype? Do you, did you come to cannabis accidentally or was it medication or what? It really was medication, um, I had just gotten out of the hospital. This would have been in 19, um, 1968. And um, I only weighed 95 pounds. Oh, God. I'm six foot tall. Wow. I had a severe case of something called Addison's disease, which was undiagnosed. Um, they did save my life in the hospital, but... Um, I needed to stimulate my appetite. And uh, a neighbor, one of my best friends, turned me on, uh, sitting out in front of the house in, a, in my 57 Chevy. And, uh, and of course, I got the, the munchies. And it, yep. it was yep. a experience that I will never forget. Um, and I found that it really actually helped m my health. So right I really consider it to be a medicine I always have with many side benefits. Um, I'm an artist and I get really inspired and it, and I find that it's a fantastic focusing device. Mm -hmm. If I'm, let's say doing art and I just have a little, uh, um, I can just stay really heavily focused on what I'm doing and block out the distractions. Get the task at hand done. Very much. Very much. Well, that is cool. That's a great background story. So, eight, 1968, um, was that the aha moment or was it 1971? I've seen different things in your bios. Um, when, when did the prototype or was it was called the contrivance? The, the, the contrivance, which was the just a terrible name. The yeah. smoking contrivance. And I probably made about 10,000 of those uh, until one day when I was on Telegraph Avenue. And um, a guy, uh, this was in Berkeley, where right. you sell craft items. Yep. And a, a fellow approached me and he saw how well I, how many pipes I was selling compared to all the other artists out there. And he um, 
why don't you invest in my company? And uh, I'm going to sort of make it a, a long story short. He okay. flashed a lot of money at me. Uh, and, he, and I said, well, well, he gave me three choices. One, let's be a 50-50 partner. Number two, I will buy you out for $30,000. And he opens a briefcase. He has a hundred grand in cash in it. What? And really? it's like, yeah, this is a fortune back then. Yes, it was. And, uh, and number three, if you don't do one or two, I'm going to make your pipe anyway, because you have no patents on it. So it's but like, what? well, gosh, uh, I, I guess I'll try number one. Uh, because wow. I knew that-, that it had a future, and but he wanted to rename it the tomato pipe and put it in a tin can with a. I know, and I tomato. Said, pipe. You know, it's already a gadget. It already it doesn't need that kind of um, marketing because it's already. I realized it had a <laughs> dumb name, but I gave him fifty pipes, and he started these experiments. And the, the next thing I knew, he was making them. He had hired some machinist to make a sloppy version of it, mm-hmm. glued together, and uh, sitting around the uh, kitchen table one night with friends and uh, lamenting my stupidity. A friend said something about, boy, you know, something. he was mumbling prototype pipe, but it came out prototype. And I said, that's the new name. Eureka. Eureka. And so I, uh, uh, the two words rhyme prototype. They both start with a P. I thought, what else is high quality Rolls Royce? So I yeah. borrowed their logo style and put the two P's together in the same way. And uh, I'm an artist. So I came up with a logo and uh, that became the new brand. And right it, on. it really took off from there. Of course, Richard and I pounded the pavement we had to go around to about 30 head shops and knock him off where, so um, anyway, that's how we got off the street and into higher levels of manufacturing and selling to stores. So because this, this um, podcast is national um, and international, let me tell the people where to go. It's a prototype LLC.com. Take a look at what we're talking about. It's an amazing kind of James Bond like apparatus for smoking weed and stashing your weed and cleaning your weed. It's uh and cleaning out the pipe. It's a great, it's a great apparatus. Not normally I, do I speak about things like this on days in the future. We're basically in edibles, but I was using my prototype the other day and I talked to our producer here and I said, we got to get these guys on because they're OG real NorCal like me. And I think the world needs to know more about the prototype story. You're up in Willits. Is that right? That's right. Yep. We moved our company here 42 years ago. All right. And you were, um, I was telling your brother in a pre-interview that I grew up in Berkeley also. And oh. my father was the director and vice president of Sierra Designs. So I was oh right down gosh. the street from you and we used to hang out or he used to hang out at Brennan's and I would hang out outside. And that was the big drinking establishment for I everybody in Berkeley. I that place. And it's still, they, they tore down that building, but I there's know. a new one and- Oh, there's a new Brennan's. Yeah, if, and it's right on the railroad tracks there. And Just like uh, it was. ever in Berkeley, I always go to Brennan's. If you're there, Phil, give me a call. I'll join you. It would hey, be great. Thank you. Um, so um, the, the, uh, 
Berkeley Waterfront is where really Protopipe started going big. Is that right? That's on right. On 4th Street? You were on 4th, correct. right? Yeah. And, and you got, I remember, I can't remember the name of the machine you used, but it's pretty cool. What, what was the original machine you used to make these pipes? Well, the, I have a series, I have about 19 drill presses. Okay. Uh, uh, three milling machines, lathes. So uh, it, it requires about 72 machining operations and forming operations to make a pipe. Really? Yeah. They seem, I, I think that's the beauty in um, the look, right? They look simple, but through simplicity is complexity is at the forefront. I mean, you have to make everything perfect to have it work and have it yes. look like it does because it's a perfect little unit, really. I mean, and now you've got not only Prototype 1, which is the original iteration, yeah. but now you have the Mendo pipe. Are you still calling it the Mendo? Well, no, no, because I got the federal registration back for the name Prototype. Right on. And so I'm now using the, uh, the, the new one, which was called the Mendo pipe, is mm-hmm. now the Proto Rocket. Proto Rocket. Uh, yeah, and I think I have one in my pocket. Well, the people at home won't see this, but that's okay. But it's uh, it has the yeah. easier opening bottom for cleaning, correct? Yes, yeah. It slides open. You don't have a stuck resin trap anymore. I got uh, three new uh, – actually, I got two new patents and about five new features on this pipe. And it goes 10 times longer between cleanings than the original prototype. That's amazing. It's all I use now. Wow. That's really cool. We're about to go into our first break. Believe it or not, that was 10 minutes, Phil. So um, when we come back, I'd like to talk to you about the, um, a couple of bad things, the knockoffs that are out there. Obviously, I've seen them, and hopefully you're battling that. And I want to talk about the Cannabis Museum because that's yes. something – that you guys are working on and a lot of OG uh, cannabis people are in that world. Mm-hmm. And so when we come back, we'll start with those subjects and a lot of other things. And we'll be right back with Phil Jurgensen of Protopipe. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host again with Phil Jurgensen of Protopipe, the inventor, the manufacturer the OG man himself. Phil, welcome back. And I wanted to talk to you about the Cannabis Museum. Um, and I believe it's the address is cannabismuseum.us. And it's an interesting project. It's already up and running, but it's by appointment only. But I think you and your brother are working on plans to expand the Cannabis Museum right now. Is that correct? Um, yes. And actually, we just got one of the most beautiful buildings in town. It was a Rexall drugstore. What, what uh, town are we talking about? In, in Willits. In Willits, downtown California. Willits. It's probably, the mo- again, the, mo- the most beautiful building downtown other than the bank. And mm-hmm. it's uh, 7,000 square feet. And we're rapidly filling it up. And I, when I say we, I really should say Richard, my brother. Mm-hmm. who has dedicated, huh? Richard saves everything. He has noticed, his whole I, life. <laughs> I, I've seen it online. He's got everything. He's got some amazing stuff too. Yeah. And, and he's uh, uh, cataloged it. He's very organized, unlike me. I'm kind of the spontaneous uh, artist guy, but uh, Richard is, is a very stable and uh, not that I'm unstable. I guess I'm a little unstable, <laughs> but but he really loves collecting things. He's done it his whole life, and uh, the museum is a real one of a kind. And you, you're having some sort of summit pretty soon with a lot of the old players in the cannabis market, old, the old school, and that you're coming together to get more of this solidified. Is that right? I well, you'd have to really talk to Richard about okay. the museum. He's the guy doing that. I make the pipes and and other. I do make other things as well, but the the pipe is what I seem to be known the most for. Um, uh, RJ told me that you are currently in the midst of doing a miniature train. Is that right? I am. I am. Fascinating. And I don't know if I should move the computer, but it's just a few feet away, and I could move actually the- show you. Would that be well, cool? I'd like to see it, but the people at home won't see it, but I'd love to see it because I've heard nothing but interesting things about it. I'm, I'm going to try to do this in such a way that you don't get seasick or whatever, but uh, <laughs> I uh, just am finishing the little engine right now, and I'm going to just aim this. I don't know. Does that show you? Oh, yeah. In oh, look at the little tracks. That's fantastic. Yeah. And uh of course, it's it's going to be solar electric. Wow! I have built about a dozen electric vehicles in my uh, starting in the seventies. I I love electric vehicles. 
So um, my train, I call it the Punkadoodle Railroad. And uh, <laughs> it's what I'm the most excited about right now. I love it. Um, and I, I think RJ said you're going to have like 400 yards of track. Is that right? I ha- I, right now I have 300 feet of track. But okay. I just scored all of the ties for about a mile of track. And I'm, pu- I'm planning on putting in about a mile of track out on our property. And it wow. will join in with a skunk train, the world famous skunk train, which we have yeah. a station stop on our property. So for the people at home who, are, who don't know about Northern California, it's worth looking on a map. Um, Willits is at the base of the Emerald Triangle. And um, the skunk train is the famous train that would bring in lumber um, during, I think it was the late 1800s and all the way through the 1950s, I think, right? When it was operational and that was redwood harvesting. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think cedar, maybe cedar, but other Northwestern kind of, uh, trees and skunk trains are a very big thing in California. There's one in uh, Santa Cruz and I think there's one in Willits. And then I think there's one somewhere else in Northern California. Yeah. But well, there's a, a lot of logging railroads, but there's only one skunk train. Okay. And, and that runs between Willits and Fort Bragg. I love it. Okay. Um, so one thing that really stood out for me, especially on your website, is you've got an amazing front cover with the space shuttle, the prototypes coming out of the bay of the space shuttle. Did did you go to Larry Todd for that? The guy who Larry, did Dr. Atomic? Larry, Larry is, has always been part of this organization. And actually, he's here in our warehouse right now. And yeah, he painted that, I guess that would have been about 30 years ago. Wow. I know an, I know someone Larry knew back in the day from the Church of the Subgenius, uh, Gary Hughes. <laughs> you remember the Church of the Subgenius, Bob, and all that oh, stuff. Oh, good. I forget. I yeah. love that. <laughs> but I remember going to Santa Cruz, um, helping harvest my uncle's weed in Felton. And Larry's work was everywhere in my Uncle Dick's house. I mean, he was just so into Dr. Atomic. And for people at home who don't know Dr. Atomic, go look it up. It's so trippy. And it's, it's just a product of a certain time and an era that everyone needs to see because it's super interesting, very irreverent, and um, it really put a timestamp on things when things were really changing. It seems like that kind of time is right now again, doesn't it? It Phil, sure I mean, does. I mean, it's just like upheaval and change and these are all good things. I mean, change is hard, but you know, they're good. That's right. That's yeah. right. So it just, uh, Larry hang out there in he the lives warehouse. Here. He, he lives, lives here. there far out. <laughs> He's got a studio here up on the loft. Right on. Well, give him my best. That's amazing. Will do. Um, who who is your your buyer? I mean, is it across the board? Is it across the world? Where? It's, where well, where are your sales? yesterday I just had a large order from Japan. Wow. Um, I have an English distributor. Um, cool. Now the the company is not uh, producing like in its heyday, like twenty years ago. Uh, The company, and by the way, I had sold the company. I literally gave it away to a friend in, uh, I think that would have been 1986. Yeah. And and he made a ton of money, ran it into the ground, and hadn't paid his rent here in the building for the last several years. 
So he got evicted and the landlord said, hey, Phil, didn't that used to be uh, your shop? Why don't you come back in? So I I did. I, I had... I started a new pipe company and I had all this equipment in my house for a while. So I just, I brought it in here two years ago and oh. uh, relaunched. So. Well, I think I'm speak for a lot of people and we're happy you're, you're back in action. And um, are you, are, are you guys are not youngsters? Are you passing it down to Rona or your, your daughter or your um, sons? Well, or? Rona is, you know, um, my daughter who built mm-hmm. the website um, she has a full-time job as an electrical engineer with Hewlett Packard right now, wow. but she, she's built and she's 26. She's an amazing young woman. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Um, but I don't know where it's going to go in the future, but we certainly want to keep it alive and going. That's for sure. You can't let the Rolls Royce of pipes go away. No, we've got to keep it going somehow. No, and I I do have plans for uh, yet another new uh, pipe. Oh, Oh. is this is this a newsflash? And we're we're getting the scoop here. (laughs) Oh, mom's the word. I Uh I still have some work to do on it. I still have work to do on it. So okay. So let let's talk about knockoffs just for the last minute or two because we've got only two minutes. I've noticed a disturbing trend also of knockoffs of your pipe and different variants of your pipe. They look like crap, like shit, honestly. Um, Is it a problem? Well, you know, I wish they weren't there. Um, uh, I probably need to sick a lawyer on them, but again, I'm kind of, this is an, I'm starting up again. I, uh, did a lot of financing to get back in the business here. Um, so, but, but I will be, um, probably sending out a lot of cease and desist letters to to some of those companies. I haven't yet, but I'm so swamped with business anyway. And once people try and knock off and then they see the real proto, there is no comparison. They'll, they always come back to the prototype. So, so, um, for me personally, when your, your tar trap gets stuck, what the hell do you do to get it out? You soak it in alcohol okay. in the strongest alcohol that you can get. And then like a ni- 95. Yeah. If you can, if you can find that. Right. And, uh, and it should just tap out with, let's okay. say the, the handle of a butter knife. Just tap okay. on the poker and it will come out. Okay. All right. Well, in and by version- the way, I, I lubricate my pipes and all those sliding features uh, with olive oil. And okay. I, if that's what really, that, that's what I use on it to, to lubricate it. Okay. I'm going to try that out. So we're going to go to the final break. And then when we get back, we're going to talk to um, Phil about where Proto's going and what the future holds for for Protopipe and the Jergensen brothers. And we'll be right back with Phil Jergensen of Protopipe. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. One toe over the line, sweet Jesus, one toe over the line. 
fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, lady marijuana llama, tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, with Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Empire, a show dedicated to exploring the many potential therapeutic uses of the cannabis plant. Once a cornerstone of healing and now making a heroic comeback. Cannabis has the potential to promote health and well-being, bring the body back to homostasis, and foster recovery for a healthier way of living. Hempire focuses on a diverse range of serious health issues, presenting views ranging from those of patients and their loved ones through those of researchers and medical professionals. Welcome to Hempire. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Days and Infused. We're with Phil Jurgensen of Protopipe, the original OG pipe, the James Bond of pipes, the best pipe ever made. Phil, welcome back. And uh, just want to talk to you about the cutting edge advertisement you did way back when in Rolling Stone magazine. What, where'd you get the idea? And I, I, it's fascinating to me. I'm not sure which ad you're referring to. Um, well, it, w- it was the one I'm looking at right here. Um, with it, time for a change, Protopipe Deluxe. Um, looks like it was done by Larry Todd, the ad. It's black and white. It's very, very stylized. And it's got your address in Willits there. If it was Rolling Stone, it w- I probably did that. But Larry did so much of our our ads in, in High Times Magazine. He did okay. like whole comics. Wow, cool. Yeah. Just just based around the prototype? Just based on the pipe, yeah. That is fascinating. That's cool. It's such a, a it's such an interesting look too, because today everything's so stylized and computerized. With Larry doing a lot of your graphics, it has this really organic look to it. And I think this is a great time for that look again. The organic look, the organic feel. That's and right. Everything he's doing. There's a there's a generation of kids out there that I interact with on a daily basis through my brand Shuggies that um, doesn't know about this stuff, and I think they need to be reintroduced to all this. I think Larry is one of the best pen and ink artists in the world, and he's also got the uh, the 
he's just quite an amazing guy. So, and that's why we have him here. I love it. I, I just saw one of his paintings um, called The Ascension. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Yes. I mean, it's a, it's like a dolly, dolly-like level. Yes, it I is. Mean, he um, cannot be too young anymore. So, I mean, this is like an incredible, like little thing that people need to see. Uh, I'm going to, here, here's, here's Larry. Hey, Larry. Right here. Welcome to Days and Infused, Larry. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. We're just talking about your art, Larry. It's, it's time to have Larry back into the common thread of humanity because Larry, your, your art reflects a time that I think we're in again, you know, uh, change, upheaval, social trials, everything's changing around us again. I remember in 1968 to 1972 when it was changing around me as a little guy, it seems like that time's here again. And I think the world needs your art again. Well, it would be nice to get it out there, but, uh, I've been away from the, um, the field for so long. Uh, spent the past twenty five years doing carnival rides. Wow! Uh, but, but that that market has uh, suddenly disappeared. Well, go figure, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so well, I'm, I'm, I I had an interesting paintings and trying to do comics again. I had an interesting conversation today with a guy you may remember from your past, Gary Hughes, part of the Church of the Sub Genius. Yes. Yes. And Gary said to pass on his regards to you. And he, he remembers that your times together a long time ago. Uh-huh. Really yes. nice to talk to Gary. Well, welcome to the show. And so um, as we conclude our episode here, I just wanted to say thank you so much, Phil, for bringing your art to the world. And Larry, yes. thank you for bringing your art to the world too. And um as far as people um, getting your product, I, Larry, um, excuse me, Phil came up with Mr. Bills in Las Vegas, one of their best clients. And it's a head shop, I believe, in Las Vegas. And you can go find it there. You can also and find if it. If I went in the office and I looked on the board, I would see a, a lot of them. But it's like, that's... It's all, it's all yeah. good, Phil. <laughs> yeah. But um, I do tell everybody out there, look up the prototype. Look up the prototype version too. And... Uh, you know, treat yourself to something nice. There's so many crappy glass pipes out there and there's so many crappy apparatus out there yeah. that I think you owe it to yourself to look at the prototype as something you'd like to take into your repertoire of smoking. Thank you. Yeah, it is uh, called the Swiss Army Knife of Pipes. And once people try the Proto Rocket, uh, it's uh, that's the one they're going to want. Now, did... Did I see something online that was a vape pipe too? Is that something you're doing? Is that a knockoff? It must be a knock. Oh, that's a knockoff. Yeah, that's a knockoff. That was disappointing. Yeah, and I, I need to go after them because they're using our name. Yeah, they're using your name, and I was very yeah. confused by it. No, it's not us. Is is Larry still there right now? Yes, he is. Larry, did you do the the um, space shuttle with the prototypes coming out of the cargo yes, I bay? Yes, I that is super cool. I mean, it is so timely right now because it's so throwback. And at the time, I'm sure it was like cutting edge, but now it's throwback and it's super cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, compu- fake computer art. <laughs> fake computer art. Yes, I was trying to do the kind of thing that computer art does. Um, do, you, do you currently have a, a website where people can find uh, Larry Todd? 
Oh no, I don't really. Uh, I should I should have, but uh, so I, I have not gotten around to that yet. Well, it's, it's time. The world needs to see you again, Larry. Definitely. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks so much for for being here, Phil. Thank you. And um, RJ's not here, but for people at home, go to cannabismuseum.us to look up what's happening in cannabis and this amazing collection. Check out Protopipe online at Protopipe, what is it? Uh, ProtopipeLLC.com. Yes. And um, go to a local head shop and buy one because these guys, they need your support because this is the real deal. OG cannabis use. Phil, thanks very much for being here. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Okay. And as always, this show is brought to you by Shuggies.com. S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S.com. The sweet, sweet, take anywhere treat, agave, and sugar available at a dispensary near you. Phil, thanks again. And Larry, thanks for stopping in. I appreciate your time. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great evening. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.